Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. We're back with episode two of Notes from the Dojo. Uh, this is from my workout on Tuesday, February 2nd, just in case, as I reference some of these, if people ever want to look back on Strava. Uh, and Notes from the Dojo, really, I don't want this to be me just talking about my workout, me, 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 Marsha, 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 but instead highlighting things that come along in my process of trying to become a better athlete that you can relate to your own training because I had an athlete that I do think of this often he said I think one reason why people can connect with you and the way you talk about stuff in the social media space is because you're not some genetic freak and I took it totally as a compliment just like you work hard at this you really love doing this You look and are introspective about your process and he totally nailed it. It's, um, you know, I found success and happiness through cycling just by working hard at it and continually trying to get better. So I hope in my process of doing just that, trying to get better, trying to level up, trying to do a bigger race, trying to, you know, do some harder interval better next month than this month, you can find some pearls that you can take to yourself and that we all start at the same place. I started in basketball shorts, going to uh, a training race, feeling super awkward, not even knowing anything. Um, and, and I just had a conversation with somebody about that. Like you got to go out of your comfort zone to really grow and to find new things. And anyways, this workout was a two by 20 and it shouldn't have had any stress to it. And I really didn't start feeling stressful about it until I was on the bike. And it was, you know, two by 20 is something that I excel at. That's like my bread and butter. Um, and really like 10 to 30 minutes thing. I like doing those. I'm, they're my, for me, what I'm good at when I look at myself, that's one good thing. I'm that's one thing I'm good at. And I was deep in this block. We're doing a mega volume to sort of experiment with some VO2 max adaptations, and I'll probably get into that on a different conversation. But it's just gonna be a two by twenty from ninety-eight to hundred and two percent. And I wanted to hit hundred and two percent. I wanted to hit four hundred and twenty-five watts for both of them. And I'm having my breakfast and it's, you know, I'm still doing some some bread with bananas and peanut butter and honey and really my pearl from breakfast that I've never, I don't know if I've ever verbally said this when we're always talking about things that you eat for performance. I always eat breakfast before a ride thinking, would I eat this on the bike? Like, would I eat an egg sandwich on the bike? No, I'm not going to eat that before I go ride. Would I eat peanut butter and honey on bread with maybe some banana. Definitely. That sounds amazing. I want to bring that with me on my ride tomorrow. Be probably a little messy, but that's always a good guide. Would I eat oatmeal? Yeah. Maybe being hot would be a little weird, but the consistency and how it breaks down, that's a good guide. Um, So I felt good. I started to pedal and I just, usually I can tell right away if I'm going to be in like crush mode and I wasn't feeling that. And I went through probably 70 reasons why I should maybe bail on the workout and I just don't do that. I usually go through all these reasons. I'm like, okay, well, I'm here. This is where I'm at today. I'm just going to give it my best. And I got my warm-up in. It wasn't great. I usually do some four minutes of tempo and then four minutes of low threshold and then just like one VO2 max opener. And I used mental chunking. I just said, okay, 
I'm not even going to think of the second 20-minute effort. I'm going to think of the first one. And the first five minutes of 20 minutes, just don't go too hard. Just remember, there's 40 minutes in total. It's not a 20-minute max effort. Just settle in where you settle in. And as I got going, the first five minutes were okay. You know, you don't want to feel too much pain. You don't want to actually don't want to feel pain. You should just be humming along. And then I got through 10 minutes and then I got through 15 minutes and I just kept thinking five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. And I actually, for the first one, did 425 and totally surprised myself. Was like, that's awesome. Had a four minute break in between and... As I was going, it was a little bit lower, and I was pretty sure that I could hit about 415, 420. Um, I got out of a sink with a car uh, pulled out on the second one, and it just wasn't, I'm not going to go around him and blah, blah, blah. And so I'm coasting for a second, and I'm looking down, the power's going down, and I was kind of, I wasn't in the most comfortable position. Um, and I almost bailed after that one. And I was, I thought back to Ashton Lambie. We were talking about time and zone. You know, if you have to coast a little bit, just get back into it. And you don't need to jam on the gas to try and raise the average. And I, and I was thinking too, like, that's very race specific, right? Like we're not, I, I don't do as much lactate tolerance, steady state stuff with my new coach. But number one, it's not as race specific for most athletes, but also like, in a race, things happen, and you're going to get out of your groove. Even if you're on a climb, let's say, or and like, I don't know, a deer runs out, and you have to coast or go around or whatever, like, you got to be okay with getting on a sink. Every interval on the road is not going to be perfect. And that kind of like really mentally calmed me down a little bit. Um, and I was like, dude, just pedal the freaking bike. Pedal over 400. You're going to get physiological adaptation. Like, Brendan, you are overthinking this. And so... I got back, uh, got finished with that one, hit 410, was pretty pumped. And then I think I did a late in the ride KJ attempt, um, trying to do about 400 for 20 minutes. And I hit a light just coming back on my route. It's not great for intervals and I wasn't going to run it. So got some added recovery and ended up, it was only 17 minutes, but it was at 390. And I was like, okay, that's pretty good for the first like 3000 KJ deep effort of the season. And so I think some of this, these lactate clearance workouts that I've been doing, as opposed to traditionally doing more lactate tolerance, because that's what I like doing, have been really good for me. But I think the takeaway here is like, how do we mentally overcome wanting to bail and convincing ourselves that we should just give up and convincing ourselves that we're not good enough that day. And we buy into the 70 reasons that our brain is like, don't do it because of X, Y, and Z. When really, I think you're there, you did everything that you could do to put your best foot forward. You know, I think if you went out, if I was doing like 370 watts, then something's off, right? Like I didn't sleep right. I'm super crazy stressed about something. I'm overtrained. I'm, and overtrained is is rarely the case. Maybe you're just, uh, you've done too much work previously. Overtrained is a more serious condition. But I think just thinking about these things helps us to frame how effective you can be in the moment when you're staring at the trees. And then take those moments after the ride to really zoom back out and don't judge yourself from one workout. Like even though that was a big W, 
you know, you got to look and say, okay, have I been collecting little W's along the way? One W doesn't do anything. It's all those little micro wins added up on top of each other that do. And on the flip side, one loss doesn't do anything. I had an athlete that had one bad workout. He's been killing it for like two months. And I was like, dude, are you really going to judge yourself from one bad workout? Like you got to take a look from the trees. And that's why I always have a coach. Coaches are so good at doing that. They see the big picture way more than we do as athletes. It's it's very hard to be in the trees banging out workouts and seeing the big picture clearly because we put so much pressure on ourselves. So I'm leaving the dojo. I'm going on a recovery ride today on Thursday, February 4th, 2021. Looking forward to a three-day block coming up. And then I get a rest week. So... Hope you guys have a great week. Keep crushing it. Talk to you later.